Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, ESPN2, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Does any team have more to gain with a week one win than the Dallas Cowboys? All the pressure's on the Bucks. Defending champs, return all 22 starters, return the whole coaching staff. They're at home. Dallas playing without uh, Zach Martin, their best offensive player, apparently, right? Excellent guard. Mm-hmm. Lyle Collins is going to play, but he's had these neck stingers. He's been in and out, right? All the pressure on the Bucks. By the way, not every season do we ask, can this team go undefeated? No team has ever been 19-0. A Tom Brady team got close. Now they have to go 20-0, and, and and the media is hard asking as the hell. question. We, hard as hell. We had, we, had, we had the same conversation last year, though, Key with No, every Kansas year, every year but every City year, yeah. every single year, you do have this conversation about a team. Every year. No, I don't, not every year. Last year, maybe Absolutely with Kansas City. Absolutely every year. There's always year. somebody. Uh, every year. Well, maybe I'm remembering team. it wrong. I don't remember having that conversation every year. Can that, well, I guess so. Yeah, I well, guess at some point, at some year. point in the summer when it's slow, we do we, ask that we, about some team. But I get the feeling like it's different. Think about it, though, now. Max. Yeah. We talked about Kansas City. We talked about Pittsburgh when they were going 8-0, well, no, because, 9-0. Yeah, but that's once they had a long undefeated streak. I mean, before yeah. the season starts, we're asking the first time any, any, there's a 17-game regular season schedule, and we're asking, can this team go 20 My point is, there is a lot of expectations on the Bucs. Um, a lot. What if they lose week one? Like, what, what if the Cowboys week, you know, win week one? So, um, so is there another team in the NFL – that has more to gain. I know the Bucks have a lot of lose week one. Who has more to gain than the Cowboys with a week one win? I would, well, go, with the, I would go with the Cleveland Browns. I good, mean, the, good pick. The, in your first game, you're playing against Kansas City, a team that we saw you go against last year and, and lose to. And, and, and look, as much as we hype up the Tampa Bay Bucks and they deserve a lot of the hype due to the fact they won a Super Bowl, it, it's – I came away from the Super Bowl saying, oh, I wonder what the results would have been yeah. if Kansas City's O-line yeah. wasn't you know, having issues. And obviously they retooled that. So if the Cleveland Browns, with the talent that they have on that roster, with their O-line, with the likes of their wide receiving core, with how Baker Mayfield, is he getting an extension? Is he not getting an extension? If they win that game, we will be coming out of the weekend talking about the Browns being truly a contender to win the Super Bowl, which I already think they're in that conversation to a degree anyway, but it will take on a new meaning after that weekend. When you say more to gain, Max, right, as you sit back and you think about more to gain, if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers lose to the Dallas Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys ticket sales going through the roof even (laughs) though they already sold out because all everybody's going to do is go crazy, Cowboy Nation. Oh, my God. The Cowboys getting ready to win the Super Bowl. They just beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. People are going to go crazy if they win. If they win, people are going to lose their damn minds. Oh, they didn't play with Zach Martin. Oh, he's just his first game back off injury. Think about what he's going to be like in week five. Think about that. If the Mm -hmm. Cleveland Browns win and they beat the Kansas City Chiefs, all it's going to be is, well, they took the next step. Well, I, I hear, I hear step. you, but let me tell you why I actually think, Jay, that you brought it up. It is the Browns. Key, like Jets fans remind me of Cowboys fans in a certain way. Either the sky is, except with Cowboys fans, the sky is never falling. There's always a reason they're going to be great. You know, something good happens for the Jets. We're going to win the Super Bowl. Something bad happens. Oh, we're going to lose every game. 
Cowboys fans, you're right. They look for a little thing to latch on to, and that would be a huge thing to latch on to. That's a lot to, a lot to gain. Here's the thing about the Browns, though. The Browns fan base is so good that even though they had nothing to root for for years and years and decades and decades, when they lost their franchise, a grassroots movement with the dog pound, right, resulted in another franchise called the Browns back in Cleveland. The fans did that for, the, for Cleveland. They love the Browns in Cleveland. They love football. And it's, and it's a fan base that's just been through hell, right? They never get rewarded for their loyalty. Now, all of a sudden, team is good. They're real. Offensive line, number one, pass block and pass protect uh, and run block in the same season doesn't often happen. They got running backs. They got wideouts. They got tight ends. They got a defense. The secondary's healthy. They got guys up front. They have a coach. They have a quarterback. They have everything. And importantly, last year, they beat Pittsburgh at the end of the season, and then they beat Pittsburgh in the playoffs. Guys, they came up within a score of beating the Chiefs in the playoffs. If they beat Kansas City week one, to me, the trajectory of that whole franchise and fan base has changed. Whereas, Key, what you said, that's every year something good happens for the Cowboys, you know? Hey, it's going to be more it. meaningful but, uh, for the Browns. I, I will give it one little point to Key, though, and I'm still on the Browns, but the media hype oh, it's all about the Cowboys is yeah. drastically different Obviously, behind yeah. the Browns. Obviously. That's but the I'm, thing that— I'm just answering the question, who has more to gain? The, the, the Cowboys have more to gain because of what you just said, Jay. It's going to go bonkers. They go, they'll build another stadium just for the spillover crowd. I mean, it's, 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 it's <laughs> one of those win. deals. Yeah, week one win. It's, yeah. oh, my God. Stephen A., he won't say anything. He'll be quiet for about a year. I mean, it's just one of those things that happens when the Cowboys do something good. The Cleveland Browns are headed in the right direction. If they beat the Kansas City Chiefs, even though that they lost to them by seven points or, or last year in the playoffs, People still gonna be like, I don't believe. Yeah, in but the when you say more to gain, the key, the thing about the Cowboys is Cowboys are gonna be in every sports show all year, regardless. Right? You're right. It it'd be a fever pitch. Yeah, but when was the last time you saw the Cowboys beat anybody with any significance? Yeah, but in the end, what do they really gain? The I media. understand that. What I'm I saying is that, this: though, Max, what we, what ha- the media when? gains. We have something to talk about. Fans gain. They're buzzing. The Cowboys would. Let's face it, that win probably means it's an early season Bucks team. They'll get hot later. There's plenty of time. But the Browns, what I'm saying, the reason it's so much to gain is their legitimacy, even internally. We see building. Last year it built. It built through the playoffs, especially, importantly, against Pittsburgh. Big but brother. They've already, but they've already gotten over a hump. That hump was getting better, winning a playoff game, something that they hadn't done forever. The Dallas Cowboys, when was the last time they beat anybody that was anything? But Keith, they hear, hear me in this one, though, Keith. If the Dallas Cowboys win, considering what they were last year, 6-10, and 10, mm-hmm. that game with Dak where they won against Atlanta, which Atlanta just was Atlanta in that moment. It's unbelievable. It was a gift. Are, are Five we, are, guys are, are, all made the same really, mistake in the same minute. And, Keith, like, you're a football expert. Are you going to come out of that game if they beat Tampa Bay and say, this is a team that can contend for a Super Bowl? Or if the Browns win the Chiefs against the Chiefs, will you come out of that game saying the Browns are a team that can win the Super Bowl? Which I one's more relevant? Come, I right. would probably come more out of the Cowboy game than the Browns game because I believe that the Cowboys need something. They need something to get them to believe that they actually can do it. 
The Cleveland Browns did that already. No, well, they I would did say it last year. Not at the it, 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 it last year Here's the answer. That, that, that will get them to believe. They already believe they can do it. The they already is, believe they can do it. The Cowboys don't believe they can do it yet. The, the difference is, like, how do they win? If the Cowboys' defense looks good, okay. I, I might say, okay. But even if the Cowboys win the defense, I'm not going to believe in them. But in the, in the AFC, we ask the same thing every year. Yeah, but can you beat Kansas City? Baltimore, can you beat Kansas City? Buffalo, can you beat Kansas City? Cleveland, can you beat Kansas City? And again, they lost by like five points. If they can beat Kansas City even week one, I think that means more than the Cowboys beating the Bucks. Unless, Key, the Cowboys defense shows nothing, up and beats the Bucks with the defense. Nothing feels better than beating a Super Bowl champion with Tom Brady. Nothing fit. Coming off a Super Bowl, you bring all 22 back. You got all your coaches. You're getting ready yeah, to, huge, to, to, you're getting ready to drop the banner on our head and turn on the lights. And then we go into your stadium on national TV on a Thursday night and pop you. Key. You don't think that feels good? Key, Opposed I- to beating a Kansas City Chief team that we barely lost to and we already jumped over the hump last year by yeah, making it to the playoffs the where nobody really ever thought that we would ever be anything. But, Keith, let me, let me bring back a point that you brought up a couple of days ago because we were talking about Tampa Bay and their route to winning a Super Bowl. And, and you said, well, you beat a Washington team that had a good defense but really, really didn't have a quarterback. Being a New Orleans team where Drew Brees, you know, you know, half-baked ribs, right, with that rib cage. You beat Green Bay where the miscommunication between Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers, right? Hand. In Kansas City, obviously, their O line. So, like that, almost I, I hear what you're saying. But, but in the but end, but when Jay, I watched Kansas City, Kansas City was smacking people last year. Hey, Jay, in the end, in the end, I just beat the greatest quarterback of all times and a team that just won the damn Super Bowl, no matter yeah. how they got it. Fair point. Yeah, but Fair you point. know what? Here, here's the difference for me. I unless the defense shows up, I still don't believe in the Cowboys, even if they win. Well, I, don't I believe in the Browns if they beat the Chiefs. That's I already kind of believe in it. If they beat yeah. the Chiefs. Oh, but listen, these are these are um, some great storylines. I believe in, in them the too. I believe in them too. But remember the question: Who has more to gain, not who you believe in? Mm. All right, you like the Cowboys, we like the Browns. See, it's not an argument according That's to Keith. That's not what I said. So stop trying to <laughs> <It's a conversation>. create <laughs> drama. <laughs> it's a conversation. We're asking who has the most to gain in Week One on the Dr Pepper Call In Line eight 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 say ESPN seven two nine three seven seven six. Good time to sneak in a call here, huh? No? Yes? No. Maybe we'll do that coming up. The Browns are not the only NFC North team. uh, Sorry, NFC, AFC North team with a lot on the line in week one. Uh, We'll tell you that, who that is, after Jay has this from DraftKings. (laughs) Now is the time to celebrate. You hear me, my people? The NFL is back, finally back. And DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL, has millions of reasons why you should be excited. Millions of reasons. To kick out the football season, DraftKings is giving a new customer a free shot at $1 million top prize with a total of $4 million up for grabs for tonight's opener. Getting in on Thursday night single game showdown is easy. Listen up. Draft six players from the season opener. Stay under the salary cap and see how your team stacks up against the competition. So head to the app now. Feel the NFL action like never before with a free shot at a million dollar payday. Download the DraftKings app now and use code KJM. 
This week, new customers can get a free shot at the $1 million top prize and a $4 million in total prizes. Enter code KJM to get a free shot at the $1 million top prize with your first deposit. That's promo code KJM. Only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. The beginning of the season. God, man, I want to be in that moment. This is one of them things we say, man, I wish I had that right now. Are you ready? Because I'm ready. This is Marty Smith, and I'm ready. This is Keyshawn Johnson. The Dallas Cowboys are ready. This is Matthew Berry. The Syracuse Orange are ready. Zellin Hahn, I'm ready. Football is back, and it kicks off every morning with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, and continues all day on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. I believe the Cleveland Browns are the biggest threat to Kansas City in the AFC. If I'm the Cleveland Browns, right, let's say Baker has a Baker year that he had last year. What do you do? Are you going to say that's not good enough for us? Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max coming to you live from the Seaport District at Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. We're asking who has the most to gain. Week one on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Uh, Kia said the Cowboys have the most to gain against the Bucks. I think they have a whole lot to gain. Jay, you brought up the Browns against the Chiefs. I think they may even have more to gain. Rick and Dayton, who has the most to gain? Uh, good morning, guys. I love the show. Uh, I like the real debate. You know, there's a lot of fake debate on TV. But anyhow, that's <laughs> the Browns, man. They've sucked for so long. Mm. You know, I, I've been watching the Browns since Jim Brown played. Mm-hmm. So I've been with them through thick and thin, and it's been a whole lot of thin. So I think it's Tony. this year for the Browns. I don't know about Baker, though, because they've got him hyped so high. I think he's going to get feeling himself and probably fall back a little bit. Tony, do, do you – let me ask you this. You watched the Browns, obviously, last year. You don't think they gain anything by getting over the hump, making the playoffs, winning a playoff game? I think, I think Tony's gone, but, yeah, I, th- I mean, no, look, guys. There. He's still there. He's still there. Tony, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Go ahead. So, do, so, Key's point is, don't didn't they already gain something by winning a playoff game last year, and therefore the Cowboys have more to gain against the Bucks week one? Uh, I don't know. It's just, just one year, man. It's been 40 years since they've got anything worth a crap, and Baker just hasn't showed me that. If he had a good year, I'll, I'll admit that, but a lot to do with the running game, too. You know, I mean, he, as long as he don't screw it up, they have a shot, I believe. Yeah, you one know, thing that's interesting, Max, huh. I, I feel like I, I have, to a degree, Dallas Cowboy fatigue because in the media each and every year, Key, 
all we do is we hype up the individual players and we talk about their talent. It feels like we're just starting to do that for Cleveland. When you start talking about, oh, no. Whoa, whoa. I, think Cleveland's more talented. I think Cleveland's more talented than, than Dallas. Yeah, that's they, what that's they, where the conversation I, is going, right? And I think I that's why there's think, hype on this. I think they might be more talented than Dallas. They certainly have a better coach than Dallas has had since Bill Parcells, as far as I was concerned. I understand Wade Phillips had a great record there one year, and all, but I, I think Kevin Stefanski might be a better coach than the Cowboys have had in a very long time. Yeah. And by the way, the one thing Baker does, like what does Baker do like that would make him really good at quarterback as opposed to just a good quarterback? He to me, he makes good decisions with the ball. And that's I like, like Baker, w- what man. I said, what I said, like I agree. I don't think he's great, but if you make the fast why, why the best decisions the fastest. Well, see, he has I a just, chance to be great. Why why, yeah, why, yeah, why, why, why do we always start conversations off with like, well, he's not great? I'm like, you, well, because because by that hold on wait because if you take any population you could put them on a bell curve some of them are going to be really bad compared to most some of them are going to be really good and most will fall somewhere in the middle so by definition in the NFL as a starting quarterback there can only be but so many elite I hear you but I feel like you limit his upside I, like, I hear he, that he's still hear growing he's got a good he's still arm growing into he, it he's got a good arm he's pretty accurate. He makes good decisions with the ball. He does it quickly. I agree. Yeah. But what what do you consider great, though, Max? Because people throw great around way – I said this the other day to y'all. They, you throw great around like it's a box of M&Ms. I don't – there's well, only – Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, and Tom Brady. And, and Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson are great. And then there but are – Let me, let me yeah. ask you a question, though. Why, why, is, why is it that they're great? For their teams, Thank but you. Baker is not great for, for his, his team. team. Because they have a premium in terms of production at that position that Baker has not yet given his team. And I believe if you put any of the four guys I just mentioned he's on the Browns, the they'd be a better team. three years. Right. Four so he's different not, head coaches. So, exactly. So, <laughs> so based on his resume and where he is at that moment, you cannot yeah, call him great. great. But you, if Patrick Mahomes retired today, he'd be in the Hall of Fame. He's played for three or four years. Patrick Mahomes also had Andy Reid, one of the most prolific offensive coaches, to help him. My man, he could there. have had you or me, I, and he'd I, be great. You see, Keith, well, that's I, where, I, I don't know about that, that, man. Because I, if I go back to college at Texas Tech, I don't know about that. I, I'm just gonna leave that alone. Andy Reid had a lot that has a lot and had a lot along with Eric Bieniemy to do with the. The, the the Patrick Mahomes that we see. There so, are, I'm not you know. saying he didn't make him better. What I'm saying is there are a handful of guys who I think would be – most guys are very dependent on their situation. See, see, see. Uh, oh, see, most, pa- most guys, most guys are – hold on a second, Keith. Most guys are very dependent on their situation. I mm-hmm. get it. And Mahomes is better for his situation than in another one, right? But there are some guys who, no matter where they would have gone, they were going to succeed. Is Tom Brady one of those guys? Yes. I don't, I don't know, know about that. that. I, I don't know, I don't that, know that to be that. true, though, Max. I don't Because if that was the case, if that was the case, Patrick Mahomes would have been the number one pick overall. Thank you. Instead of going where he went. So, Why? clearly, people didn't see him as we see him today. But some did. But he wouldn't, have went where he, he wouldn't have went where he went if those people ahead of Kansas City thought that Patrick Mahomes was better than Mitch Trubisky. Oh, oh, oh we didn't. Because they didn't have, clearly well, see that. Well, Can you even bring it back to that. Tom Brady? If, if Tom Brady came up, I'm not saying that Tom couldn't be successful, but if Bill Belichick didn't find Tom in the draft and have confidence in his system, I mean, that system helped him you know, get six Super Bowls. No, I think there's something in Tom Brady 
that no matter where he would have went, eventually he'd have been a successful NFL no, it quarterback. Grew, it grew. Uh, I agree. Hey, no Michael grew. Jordan had he Doug Collins. Better, better. Michael Jordan had Doug Collins. He got Phil Jackson in that system. Boom. Michael Ch- Jordan it, with Doug Collins was averaging 37 He was, but he game. wasn't a champion. But he didn't have any All-Stars with him. He had no All-Star. First time Jordan uh, got uh, another uh, All-Star, uh, he almost won the championship, not, and then he never didn't uh, again. All I'm saying, Key, I think you and I are the same side here. Let's not act like system doesn't have a huge role. No, I, all yeah, I'm all saying is I, I don't want Max to just dismiss Baker Mayfield as a great quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. It works for them in their system and what they do. Yeah. I had this conversation yesterday with Stephen A. on first take about elite quarterbacks. You brought up the word elite. And I said to him, well, if that's the case, Derek Carr is elite. The guy's thrown for over 4,000 yards three mm-hmm. straight years in a row. It's not his fault that the defense is hot garbage. Well, hold on. Wait, you're saying a whole lot here. If you put Patrick Mahomes on the Browns, I think they would have done better than they did last year. And the reason I think that is because they have a better quarterback. Patrick, Mah- In other words, Key, if you're saying you can't say Patrick Mahomes is better than, than Baker Mayfield, no, I, Patrick I can Mahomes, say that. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes that. is better ah, than Baker okay. Mayfield. Okay, so there are degrees But we also had Patrick Mahomes with a different type of team and a different coach and a different system. Okay. They don't lean heavy on the run. They utilize the passing game way more than the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns utilize the run game way more than the Kansas City Chiefs. And independent so, of all that, who's better, Mahomes or, or, or Baker? Depending Mahomes. on what flavor you like. I, I, really? You have key, to, I don't think it depends key, on what I also, flavor. I also yes, didn't see does. Patrick Mahomes yes, have Hugh Jackson does. and Freddie Kitchens as head coaches as well. Yeah. Freddie like, Kitchens, all right, Hugh come Jackson. on, let's, let's do this. Come later. on, man. Okay. Go through them, yeah. guys. Go through all you, four head coaches he had you, in different you, OCs. In, in two seasons and one game. Yeah, I get that. I've made that point many times. You guys can be on team. You can't say Mahomes is better than Baker Mayfield. And I'll be on I team. I that. think you can. I, that, I did not say he was not. I said he is. Oh, but okay. don't act like if you put him, you just drop him somewhere, and they all of a sudden getting ready to be just, just world beaters again. It does not work like that, Max. That's just – it does not – you have to be in the right situation, in the right circumstances, okay. well, as I've said many times on this show to my colleagues prior to you. Well, if see, Bill Parcells doesn't walk in the building, the New yeah. York Jets, who knows where Keyshawn Johnson would be? I was messing you around were the number with one Richie overall Co- pick. I was messing with Richie Kotai. Yeah. People thought I couldn't play dead in a cowboy movie yeah. until Bill Parcells arrived, and then all of a sudden he unleashed – but you're you're arguing a straw Johnson. man. I'm not making the you're you're arguing against someone who's not making not, the argument I'm, I'm making. I'm not but, arguing. I'm not arguing. But you're you're, you're, you're making you're conversating <laughs> with someone who's not making the point you claim they're making. That's not what I'm saying. What yeah. I am saying is you can you can create a hierarchy of quarterbacks in the league. Yes, w- the situation matters. But to give you an example of what I mean, unless you have Aaron Rodgers, right? What team wouldn't want Patrick Mahomes instead of their quarterback? So I'm taking every situation in the league. Okay. If, any, if these teams could just give you their guy and get Pat, Patrick Mahomes, who's not doing that? I, I think both sides are right here, okay? And I never say that. But I get your point. If you were to exchange Baker Mayfield for Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers right now, yes, I would rather have those two quarterbacks or Russell Wilson. Yes. I think yes, what Key and I are saying yes. – is yes. that for the system that they run, considering the context of how he got to this point, that we don't want to put a cap 
on Baker Mayfield's potential to be great in the system okay. no, you due don't. to the fact that he can get there. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll put, I agree. I, I, I and everybody has I their own rule, journey to how they get to greatness. I wouldn't That's rule, what we're saying. I wouldn't rule it out for okay. Baker, but if you have to take an educated guess, there are other quarterbacks in the league right now who are not yet great who you'd also probably pick as higher upside guys than Baker, for not example. Me. Not, no? not, not me. Not me. If, you ain't, if you're not talking about the four or five guys – the rest of them dudes, they all the same. Justin, Justin Herbert, Herbert, he's different. No, keep, keep Justin, with it. Herbert, Justin Herbert's Justin, different. Justin yeah. Herbert showed us something last year as a rookie. rookie. Yeah. Okay. In in that particular yeah. system, let's see what he does as a sophomore. Agree. Yeah. I, mean, I he, believe he can't he talk will about what good. he hasn't done yet. Of course. I believe yeah, he will be good, much like I believe Baker Mayfield will be good for the Cleveland Browns. I, yes. But if I'm and not I think talking Justin about Herbert five be quarterbacks better. in that league, in the league. Five QBs in the league, mm-hmm. the rest of them are all the same to me. See That's ya. what the – so now you've come full circle to the point I originally made. No. There are, most guys are in the middle somewhere. There are some extreme outliers who are no good and saying, some Max. extreme outliers who are really good. I'm not this. putting Baker Mayfield in the extreme outlier great category with Rodgers and Mahomes. You are who the is? one who objected. Nobody you will put him in there. Nobody's putting oh. him in uh, I'm okay. getting dizzy. I'm, I'm getting dizzy. Max. Time to go I'm to break. We agree. I'm getting dizzy, A Keith. Super Bowl Nobody. champion. It's a lot of yelling here on this show, and I don't like it. Uh, uh, Keith, There's I don't no know if you've heard. We don't, argue. <laughs> we don't argue on this show. We have conversations. No, we do not A argue su- on this show. A Super Bowl ch- – I'm glad we agree. A Super Bowl champion – and Hall of Famer tells us if the Bucks defense can be even better this season. That's after this Sports Center. And uh, that's me. That's me talking Sports Center. How do you like that? Um, Derek Jeter and three others were enshrined in Cooperstown. Jeter, Larry Walker, Ted Simmons, and late labor pioneer Marvin Miller, it's about time on Marvin Miller, were honored during baseball's first induction ceremony since July 21st, 2019, due to the COVID 19 pandemic. Jeter was first elected in January of 2020 when he received near unanimous consideration. Listen to Jeter at the Hall of Fame. Thank you to uh, the baseball writers, all but one of you, who voted for me. <laughs> <laughs> The one common thread with all of us here on stage is that we understand that there's no one individual bigger than the game. The game goes on, and it goes on because of the great fans we have. So take care of it, protect it, respect it. Don't take the time you have to play for granted. The celebrated captain of the Yankees led baseball's most storied franchise to seven pennants and five world championships during his 20-year career in which he had 300 sorry 3465 hits that's the sixth highest total in big league history meantime Novak Djokovic advanced to the semifinals at the US Open Djokovic lost the opening set for the third consecutive match at Flushing Meadows but again it didn't matter because he quickly corrected his strokes and beat number 6 seed Matteo Berrettini in four sets Djokovic is now just two sh- wins shy of the calendar Grand Slam and will meet four-seed Alexander Tserev in Friday's semifinal. Meantime, the United States men's national team defeated Honduras 4-1 in World Cup qualifying. Trailing 1-0 at halftime, the United States scored four times in the second half to beat Honduras and earn three key points in World Cup qualifying. 18-year-old Ricardo Pepe scored the go-ahead goal in the 75th minute and added three assists for the Americans. The U.S. closed out this qualifying window with five of a total of, of, of with five of a total nine points, after draws against Canada and El Salvador. 
And this Sports Center is brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide. And you can get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299. No contract. All on America's best network, Straight Talk Wireless. 5G-capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. You can't get complacent. You know, we won last year. Today starts a new season. I can see Tom Brady having another big season, a better season than he did last year. He's still great. He's one of the best three quarterbacks in the game still, even at his age. And no, I don't see signs of slowing down, actually. With the skill and, and, and Dak Prescott at quarterback, they should win the NFC East this year. Touchdown, Gallup! Touchdown, Tampa Bay. World champion, Tom Brady. Tampa, great atmosphere. All right. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max. Play the weekend before the weekend starts. I see you. When, uh, well, to help kick off another awesome NFL season, Bud Light and the Buccaneers have teamed up to create 71-yard-long welcome mat that will be on display for fans attending tonight's Bucks cowboys game at Raymond James Stadium. The mat is a symbolic gesture welcoming all fans back to the season and back to football. The mat is located on the south side of Raymond James Stadium and will be there all day leading into Thursday night's Bucks cowboys game. Fans attending the game can visit the mat to be officially welcomed to the NFL season and enter for a chance to win some Bucks gear. And uh, we welcome in now on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, Derek Brooks, pro football. Derek, you there? Yes, I'm here. How are you guys doing? Great to have you on. What's up, Bo? What's going on, 19? (laughs) Chilling. Take it away, Max. Derek, what are your expectations (laughs) for Brady and the Bucs coming off their Super Bowl win last season? Well, uh, you know, and kid, tell you, I'm a I'm a very uh, matter of fact, single game focused guy. And my expectations for them is to be ready to go tonight to go one and zero. I'll I'll just say this: the last team that won a Super Bowl here in Tampa started this season all one and zero. Unfortunately, we was disrespected by being but playing on the road versus hosting. Uh, our own game like the guys are doing tonight, but I expect them to uh, go out tonight and, and get a win and really uh, kind of pros the season in that manner. Uh, if you've been around watching Coach Arians and, and even listening to him here in Tampa, you know, everything is about a single game focus and stand as a matter of fact in the moment and not necessarily discussing, you know, defending a title, but, more or less embracing the 2021 season, you know, on a week-by-week basis. And I think that's the mentality of the whole team right now. You know what, Bo? I didn't even think about what you just said, being disrespected. <laughs> we actually – we did go on the road yeah. to Philadelphia after we won the Super Bowl. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> yes, I, I know you did. That's why I threw, I threw it out there. Man, that was, that was one of the times I, I was so pissed at the NFL that they felt – Opening Lincoln Field was more important than recognizing our Super Bowl win and us opening it here at home. You know, so yeah, we shut down the vet and we opened Lincoln Field. You know, we did we had to do by beating Philadelphia twice, but I think, man, we were probably the only team that won a Super Bowl that did not open the following season at home. <laughs> 
Oh, I didn't even that didn't even cross my mind. Let me ask you this, man. This defense, and I and I kind of know where you're going, but I gotta ask you this: this defense, if they win the second Super Bowl, our defense yes. or this defense? <laughs> I, I know, I know. I got, I gotta I, I ask you. To, it's not even be a question you know, for D books, man. It'll it'll be hard for it'll be hard for me to do. But by the way, you don't have Derek. Case, you guys were better than this defense. Do I remember that year? Michael Vick was running wild on the yeah. league. They won seven or eight in a row. But you guys had seven dudes up front. No one was as fast as Michael Vick. But you had seven dudes with speed who would get. And, and that was the end of that little streak. That Bucks defense to me, that's like the Ravens defense to beat the Giants. The one or two others, yes. the Bucks are way way up there that year. Oh, of course. It, you know, no one was individually faster than Michael Vick, but collectively we were. And we knew that just because of, you know, how we played. And, you know, we were uh, very good together. And the thing that we had that other teams didn't besides collective speed is, you know, we understood what his weaknesses were, you know, and playing. I mean, if you look at our, our games against him, you look at the angles that we took, you look at certain times in the game where we stripped it when we had to pressure him when we had to play zone. So a lot of teams didn't do that. They they went out and they just say, we're going to allow to do what we do. But no, we had studied Michael Vick and our coaching staff so so well. It was certain times in the game when we unloaded different packages against him to frustrate him. And that's why we were able to keep him in check for a lot of years that uh, we played him. Now, it was a couple, couple games in there. It was one year we, we went to Atlanta. Now, he got loose. And that offense, you know, did explode and we did win. But for the most part, we kept it. The year you won the Super Bowl, you guys were one of history's truly great defense. Talking to Derek Brooks, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Jay. D. Brooks, uh, obviously, big game tonight, 820 against Dak Prescott, coming off injury. How do you think Ty Bowles and company, what kind of schemes will they be running defensively to get after Dak? How would you attack Dak tonight if you were playing? You know, Jay Will, I think they're gonna they're gonna start really through through Ezekiel. If you look at position by position, mm. that's probably the only position where Dallas have an advantage is the running back position, and that's with Zeke. I think everywhere else, you know, position by position, the Bucks are better. So they have to start really through Ezekiel Elliott, and that's where Dallas' last success as a team it was it was because twenty one brought that balance to the offense. And that allowed Dak to be very dangerous in a balanced offense and be able to make plays. So Coach Bowles is going to really start with stopping the run. And that's how the Bucks defense got on a roll last year towards the end of the season. Teams couldn't run against them. And when they do take away the run, especially at that time late in the season, now you can get very creative with how the pressure packages are sent whether you're sending a combination of five-man, six-man, even seven-man blitzes versus four-man rushes, and the offense got to get back on their heels. So I think that's how you attack Dak Prescott is take away the running game, and now you can get very creative in the Mm -hmm. passing game because Dak hasn't played. It's going to take him a while for his eyes and body to get used to the speed of the game. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's when anybody that's set out. You just don't walk in off the couch and be ready to go at regular season speed. 
that doesn't happen that way. And that's why at times you saw Dak Prescott in training camp wanting extra reps so his eyes can get used to the speed of this game. So I think that's how Coach Bowles is going to do it. They're going to really take away the running game and now get into the pass defense where they can dictate pressure, dictate looks, and get out to them in the passing game. A reminder, when Buccaneers fans return to Raymond James Stadium tonight, Bud Light, in partnership with the Bucks, is welcoming fans with a larger-than-life welcome mat measuring 71 yards in length. Yeah. The mat will be on site tonight. Derek Brooks, thanks so much for jumping on. Uh, love having you on. And uh, that just I want to re- reiterate again, people sleep on that Bucks defense, Jay. I didn't sleep on that. No, nobody sleep on that. I didn't sleep on that. No, but when you hear about the greatest – My point is is this. When you talk about the greatest defenses ever, that team's defense must be mentioned in that conversation. Oh, we always always are mentioned. How many pro bowlers on that defense, Key? I don't even know, but it's probably six potential Hall of Famers. Yeah, right. That defense was one of the – that's one of the defenses you tell your grandkids about. That's Derek Brooks. Thanks, Derek, on the Goodyear Hotline, brought to you by Goodyear, with with you for every mile on the road to greatness. Goodyear, more driven. All right. We uh, talked a lot about the Browns. The questions on everyone's mind, are they the best team in the AFC North? That's after Key has this from O'Reilly. O'Reilly Auto Parts is here to keep your car on the road with the right parts. Advice from their professional parts people in their free loaner tool program. There's no need to purchase a tool if you're only to use it once. Your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store has more than 80 specialty tools available to rent for your next repair. AutoReilly.com. Coming up this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, former New York Giants quarterback Eli Manning. Does he see it as a make-or-break year for Daniel Jones? Eli Manning with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, this morning at 940 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN News. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. On Jay, Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. So it's time to play Take It or Shake It. Evan. Take It or Shake It is brought to you by Granger. First one up, guys. The Browns will be the best team in the AFC North. Take it or shake it. Take it. Go ahead, take King. it. Take it. We got to teach Max how to play the game. It's all right. Max, when I say take it, you say take it along with Jay. We kind of all do it. 
in sync. Ah, so let's try it all over again. Let's do it again. One, two, three. Take it. Oh, wait. Three. I messed it up again. Hold on. Let's Jeez. try it again. Let's try it again. One, ahead, two, man. three. Take, take it. it. Oh. Take it. Oh, God. <laughs> right. Never mind. We'll yes, the Brown. You, are you yes. shaking that, Jay? Huh? Are you shaking it? No. no now, I had, now, Max, Go ahead. now I have to explain why I took it. And then if you want to disagree, you disagree at that moment. But I look at the Browns as, as, you know, just a better team right now. You look at what Baltimore has lost in Rashad Bateman, uh, uh, Boykin at the receiver position, Dobbins at the running back spot. They just signed Le'Veon Bell to try to get something there. You just look at it. In Pittsburgh, we know what that is. And then you know what Joe Burrow is in Cincinnati. Yeah, I'm with Key on this one. I, the Browns are that team. And also for Pittsburgh, if you don't know where it is, I mean, Maurice Pouncey retired. That's big. Bud Dupree left in free agency. Mike Hilton's gone, left for Cincinnati. James Conner's gone. I know they got Najee Harris, but still coming off what they did last year, I'm going with the Browns. I don't care if they have Najee Harris. They don't have an offensive line to block for Najee Harris. Fair. That's the whole problem in Pittsburgh. Uh, I, I don't like Pittsburgh at all. I thought, hey, Roethlisberger have a bounce back year? Just had one. That was his bounce back year, right? I don't know how much better they're going to be. The Browns are on the way up. I will say one thing about the Ravens. Remember that game between Baltimore and, and, and Cleveland? Baker led them right down the field and scored, and then Lamar Jackson got back up on the field and led them for the win. Lamar Jackson is the best quarterback in that division at the moment, and that makes the Browns live, but I like Cleveland too. What if we don't all say, let's say I say take it, you say shake it, Key says take it. How do we all say it at okay, the same time? So Key will say take it. You'll all yell take it. He'll explain. And then you will then have your disagreement and you can have a conversation or about agreement. why you disagree or you can agree. So let's try this again. Explain to me twice. I still don't understand it. Sam Darnold is better than Zach Wilson. Key, take it or shake it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take, but I, yes, see, he, I is, he is better, I believe, right now. Then Zach Wilson, will he be better long term? I don't know that answer because Zach Wilson has yet to take a snap in the National Football League. Sam Darnold has taken snaps, whether they were good or bad for the New York Jets. He's now with a better team, I believe, personnel wise with the Carolina Panthers. So he will be a better quarterback this season. Shake it all day. Uh, Zach Wilson is clearly more talented than Sam Darnold. He has different kind of arm talent. He can make throws that I, consistently that I don't think Sam Darnold can make. I like Zach Wilson. He's on a bad team. They're not going to win a lot. But I like Zach Wilson at quarterback better than Sam Darnold. Who's he throwing to? It, Other than Corey Davis, mate? Uh, Zach Wilson will make his receivers better. He okay. has crazy arm talent. Okay, I'm going Sam Darnold in this one. I mean, look, let's not act like Robbie Anderson is not there. Let's not act like Christian McCaffrey is not there. Let's not act like Matt Rule. And the way this team and Brady, their offensive coordinator, look, it is stacked, perfectly set up for Sam Darnold. The talent has always been there. He just had Adam Gase in his way. I'm a firm believer. And McCaffrey is going to help for sure. McCaffrey is – McCaffrey, a healthy McCaffrey is a lot. All right, speaking of New York quarterbacks – Daniel Jones is the third best quarterback in the state of New York. Take it or shake it. <laughs> Y'all cold, man. Y'all messed up for this kind of, of stuff. New York. Take it. Ah, take, take it. it. Take okay, it. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I think he is. I think because you got Josh Allen, and y'all believe Zach Wilson is like the second coming of Joe Namath. So hmm. I'm gonna give you that. But he has a big year, Daniel Jones, to prove himself and make people forget about the guy that's next to him in this city and Zach Wilson. He'll probably never catch Josh Allen if Josh Allen continues on this trajectory as a future MVP in this league. 
Uh, I take it. Daniel Jones, if he gets over the turnover problem, which is a big problem, and now he's in year three, still has a terrible offensive line. And even if he got over the turnover problem, it would make him maybe an average quarterback. This has been a bust of a pick so far by Dave Gettleman, along with almost everything else Dave Gettleman has done. I take it he's the third best quarterback in the state of New York. I think pretty clearly the third best. I shake it. I know everybody's on Zach Wilson. But Daniel Jones better be the second best quarterback in New York this year. With, with the weapons he has. A lot of weapons. With the weapons he has. With the opportunity he has. He better be the second best quarterback in New York this year. Josh Allen's number one. Daniel Jones better come in second. Take It or Shake It is brought to you by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is always there to help. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Guys, we got 30 seconds. Time for one more. Amari Cooper will have at least six catches on Thursday night. Caesars Sportsbook has his over-under receptions at five and a half. So he'll have at least six. Take it or shake it. Take, take it. it. Take, take it. it. Yeah. He'll get his opportunities because they'll be behind. Yeah, get some money. Get Amari some money Cooper wins his matchup almost every time. Like people on he wins. If you, if you put one guy on him, he wins that every time. I, take it. I'll take six catches. Yeah, I'll take, the, I'll take over easily. Who's the NFL MVP in 2021? Key tells you next. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. Heading to ESPN News on television right now.